episode of the Caddy Car Chronicles. Today is going to be a great day because I've got my coffee in one hand and I've got some thoughts in the other hand. And as you all know, I love to talk about things that are on my mind, things I'm going through, and I wanted to share with you guys today because I really think it's important to talk about these kinds of things. And, you know, my purpose here, I feel like on earth is to help other people. And, you know, I know a lot of people are going through what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to kind of share some information and some tips and tricks that I have for you to be able to overcome, overcome stress. So today's episode is titled, Don't Worry About It, because actually in reality, we're all worried about it. We're all worried about anything. We're all worried about everything. And honestly, that's just kind of like what life throws at us, right? Because we're all working, hardworking people. We're working all the time and we're expected to basically be able to balance out our whole life being social, working full time, making a lot of money, you know, having a nice house, volunteering for our kids PTA, you know, doing all these things and still be able to function at the end of the day. And honestly, I just don't see how people do it. So you all know that I love to pull up articles and kind of talk about some things that, you know, the internet, the internet is free. The information is always out there. And you guys know that I love to pull things off the internet and talk about it because I think a lot of what people say on the internet is pretty true for the most part as far as articles go. Now, if we're talking social media, obviously not so much, but I wanted to talk a little bit about stress because as I mentioned, you know, with the expectations that people have um, on each other and on themselves, it really stresses us the F out. And I just want to clear the air and just basically help you guys to understand that I feel like we're kind of stressing ourselves out, right? Like I feel like You know, we have these really obscene expectations on our head, whether they're put in our head by ourselves, by other people, by society, whatever it is. And we're just like mentally and physically, emotionally, spiritually just drained at the end of the every day. And I'm sitting here and I'm working from home today, which I know is a really great benefit to have, but I feel like on my work from home days, I work twice as hard and twice as much because people know that they can just call me at all hours of the day. And, um, you know, that really creates interruptions. Um, And so I'm sitting here, right, and I'm on my computer and, you know, something happened with someone else at work today. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, I'm just like worrying about it. Like I'm sitting here worrying about what this other person is going to think of me tomorrow. You know, maybe I said something stupid. Maybe I said something that was incorrect or, you know, whatever. And I'm literally just sitting here worried about what this lady's going to think of me. And I'm like stressing out about it. Like my heart is like, my heart is palpitating. My hands are sweaty. Like I'm just like worried the house about this. So um, it just kind of got me to thinking like, you know, we really do care about what others think of us. And, you know, we do care about, um, you know, being able to be great to everybody. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, even if people 
don't think great of us. We literally have no control over that. All we can do is the best we can. So I'm here today to talk to you about don't stress about it because it's not worth it. And I have this article here. Um, actually, my husband found this article for me um, when I had like this ginormous anxiety attack um, several weeks ago. Um, and um, I was telling him that I feel like he doesn't really help me with my stress and with my anxiety because he just doesn't understand it. And for those of you that don't deal with stress or depression or anxiety, you're lying because you really do deal with them. Maybe not to some extremes that other people have to deal with it, but I guarantee you that you deal with stress just like I deal with stress. Um, and I wanted to give you guys some information about anxiety in general and stress and kind of talk about ways that we can kind of um, just kind of make it better and like realize that we're stressed out, what kinds of things we can tell ourselves when we're stressed out. And, you know, just basically recognizing that we're at our limit. So basically what anxiety is, let's just kind of start there. Um, it's a physical condition, right? It's a physical and mental condition. And, you know, a lot of things can cause anxiety. Caffeine, a lot, a lot of sleep, um, stress at work, stress from school, financial stress, stress from an emotional trauma. Like if someone we love dies, that's super stressful. If you are currently, um, you know, in the middle of a medical illness, that's stressful. And all of these things, whether or not that you have every single one of these items, all of these things can really be stressful and cause, um, you know, further anxiety, further depression, um, and a lot of other things. So let's talk about some things that we can do or someone else can help you do to be able to help you, um, first of all, recognize these symptoms and then obviously help you with these symptoms. And obviously I'm not a doctor, so you need to always go consult your healthcare professional if you are concerned about any of these items, but I'm talking about just from a general standpoint, like being able to function without um, feeling overwhelming, overwhelmingly stressed or anxious or depressed, um, just some tips and tricks that I've learned. Um, so I think the first thing for me is just spending time talking about it, right? Um, a lot of times other people don't know if you are stressed or anxious or depressed because some people are better about hiding that than others and not intentionally. Maybe sometimes it's intentionally and not intentionally because I think sometimes we don't want to let our loved ones know that we're hurting, um, especially if one of our loved ones is also going through a tough time. So I think just for people to be able to have an awareness about these kinds of things, you need to be able and willing to talk about it. Now, if you don't feel comfortable talking with your loved ones about this kind of thing, go talk with a therapist. Um, go talk with go talk with a close friend. Go talk with you know, a stranger at church group or, go, you know, just go talk to anybody that you trust and that you value and just talk about it. And then secondly, I would definitely, if you have really, really bad, like symptoms and, and cases of stress, 
um, anxiety and depression, I would definitely recommend going and talking with your doctor because I've read and I've heard that there are some instances that someone is, you know, anxious because of a medical condition. And so I definitely recommend for people to go talk with their doctors and, you know, there is medication out there. Like I personally am not somebody that, you know, really wants to be put on medication for anxiety and depression, but I have thought about it and I know I have family members that have um, medicine for depression and it really helps. And so I just definitely wanna encourage all the different options that everybody has to be able to deal with anxiety and depression and stress. Um, But I think one of the best ways to deal with stress also, so first of all, talk about it, seek a medical doctor's advice if it's something that, you know, like, if it's every day, if it's constant, if it's making your head spin, your palms sweat, you can't get your heart rate down, definitely go talk to a doctor. Um, But I definitely feel like you also need to recognize these symptoms and recognize what's triggering this. Because for me, I recognize like back when I was still living in the Midwest before my husband and I moved out to the East Coast, I recognize that my job was the thing that was stressing me out. And I know that that is a a huge source of stress for most people is their jobs, whether or not it's because they hate their job, love their job, but hate the people they work with, love everything, but it's just very demanding of them. They never get to see time with their family. Like there's so many different things that can add into stress and anxiety and depression. And unfortunately, I feel like those three kind of work in conjunction with each other. And it's a really deadly combination in my opinion. So firstly, identify what's stressing you out. If it's your job, is there something that you can change about your job? Can you get a new job? Can you, you know, if people are you know, stressing you out because they're not nice? Like, is that something you can co-talk with your supervisor about? Like, how can you change the situation that you're in? Because I'll be honest with you, and honestly, you know, I'm nothing but honest on these podcasts, you guys. But when I was working at my last job, I would skip periods for months at a time. Like, I wouldn't ovulate. I was skipping periods you know, like I would randomly have one month where I wouldn't have a period. And then several months later, I wouldn't have another period again. And then so on and so forth. And ever since we moved out here to the East Coast and I got a new job, my periods have regulated. Like, I know that's too, that's like TMI, but I am literally having a period and ovulating every single month now. And it's because my stress level is down. And I'm not kidding, like stress really does play a factor. Like I've heard and read a lot of articles, especially for women, where they can't have kids because of their stress. You know, stress does something to your body that prevents you from getting pregnant, I guess. And I'm pretty sure stress is not healthy for your heart. It's not healthy for your brain. It's not healthy for literally anything internally. And... I I don't think people realize that. And I also don't think people realize that there is a way to recognize and get out of the stress that you're in. And for me, it was changing jobs. And I know like not everybody has the power to change jobs. Not everybody has the power to move out of state and live somewhere completely different. Like nobody, not everybody has that option. But what I would recommend is making a list. So make a list of the things that are currently stressing you out on like one side of the piece of paper 
And then flip the piece of paper over and write down some ideas of how you can fix or change your mindset to what is stressing you out. So for example, if it's your job that's stressing you out, you're gonna write that on one side of the paper. On the other side, you're gonna list some items that will help you become less stressed at your job. What are some action steps that you can take that are gonna help you de-stress? So for example, if your boss comes and gives you an assignment one day and literally needs you to get it done within three days, that's super stressful, super stressing you out. Your boss is being really demanding. You don't understand how you're gonna be able to get this done within three days. What are some things that you can do to de-stress during this time? I think definitely one of those things can be time management, making sure to allocate a certain time period every single day to be able to get that done. What are some other things? I'm curious, what are some other things that people can do in this situation? For me, I can drink some coffee because coffee is my life source. So while I'm doing that, I'm gonna eat well. I'm probably gonna eat some candy because it's around Halloween time kind of, and I'm probably gonna eat some cake. I'm gonna drink some coffee. And it's like the little things, right, that bring you joy. And for me, coffee is one of those little things that brings me a lot of joy. So I'm gonna drink some coffee while I'm stressed out. Other things that I've done is drinking milk when I'm stressed, helping that cool sensation, um, you know, change, change up your environment. If you're able to like not work at your desk, if you're able to like work in the conference room and like be able to sit in those really nice big executive chairs and lean back and kick back a little bit while you're working on it, do it. If you're one of those people that, you know, you can work from home, ask to work from home um, and, and just kind of tell your boss like, hey, I want to work from home so I can dedicate my time to this project that you need from me for three day, in three days. And I feel like I would be um, able to work on it more efficiently. Boom, done. Um, you know, can you cuddle up with a favorite stuffed animal that you have? Like, no shame. Like, I have a little stuffed animal that I like to um, snuggle with when I'm stressed out. And it's just one of those things. Like, when I feel stressed out, I grab it, I squeeze it for a second. And I'm like, <sighs> like, I breathe. And I'm like, all right. And I think overall, the last thing that I want to emphasize is asking yourself, why are you stressed out? Is this something that you really need to stress out about? Because that's something that I've been really trying to tell myself. Like when I started this new job, I was stressing out about everything. Like I'll be honest, like I could feel like my internal organs like clenching. I could feel my brain just so dragged down by all of my thoughts, trying to learn all these new processes and interact with all these different people. And I was just like so stressed. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm not gonna ovulate again. Like I'm not gonna have another period. Like this is not good. But I sat down and I like talked to myself. And I know that's kind of like a weird concept, but I sat down in a quiet room at night, one night, and I talked to myself and I said, you know, why am I stressing out about this? Is it really a big deal? Is it something that I can change immediately? Is it something that's gonna have such a big impact on my life to where it is gonna literally devastate me? Is this something that is an inconvenience for me? Sure, but is it something that should be ruining my life? No. And I just sat and talked with myself and asked questions and really tried to rationalize and be realistic about some of the things that were stressing me out so I could say, hey, this isn't a big deal. I shouldn't be stressing out about this. I get that it's stressful in the moment, but let's deal with it, let's calm down, let's take emotions out of this equation and let's just deal with it head on. And 
I'm not even kidding. That has helped me so much with my new job. I mean, I do stress out about things, absolutely, but it's normally only for like short periods of time now. Um, you know, after the the stressful event is done, it's done, and I'm back to my normal self. Like that's normal stress, right? Like if you are going into like a big conference call or maybe you're sending your baby off to their first day of school for the first time, super stressful. You know, if you're a working mom and you're sending your baby to a daycare for the first time, that's stressful. And so it's just about recognizing the things. Like for example, the baby going to daycare. You did all your research on this new daycare provider. You did all your research, brought a list of questions to the daycare center before you even picked them about questions and how how they handle certain things. You know, you did your research. You're not sticking your baby with incompetent people, right? Like you're paying people that are trained, they're educated, they know how to deal with kids, they know how to take care of babies, right? So is it something to really worry about? Your your child is safe, right? Is the reason why you're not getting pregnant because you're stressed out about your job? Okay, what can I do to take a step back from my job and stress so that I can regulate my hormones? Is it something maybe I need to go see the doctor for, et cetera, et cetera? Um, so just recognizing those things. And I think on the other side of that, you know, obviously you have the people closest to you, the people that you love, the people that love you. And I think it's really important for those people to be able to support you during this as well. And, you know, I talk about this as this is a condition and to some people it is, to some people it is a crazy condition that you literally just can't shake off. For other people, it's, you know, this is a really stressful time in my life and your life. And, you know, you're really going through this and you just need help. Like you need help managing it in the interim. You need help. And I really just kind of want to point out that the best thing for people to do when they have someone they love that's going through stress anxiety and depression is to just, I guess, let them know that you're there to listen without being judgmental. Because I don't know how many conversations with my husband and, you know, he's a work in progress, of course, because he doesn't deal with this kind of stuff. But I don't know how many conversations that I've had with him that I'm just like, I really just need you to be here and listen to me without judging me. Like, I need you to know that what I'm feeling is very real. And I just need you to know that I just need you to know. Like, it's really not that complicated. And I just want you to like, listen, even though you may not understand, I just want you to listen. And um, another thing that I would suggest people who are dealing with a loved one that is going through this is obviously being an open ear, being able to listen and talk about their experiences and what what's going on, but also being not being afraid to say, hey, like, you know, is is this something maybe we need to get an appointment with the doctor or healthcare professional about? Um, you know, I'll go with you. I'll hold your hand. I don't want you to feel like I'm writing you off because you're going through this. But is this something that maybe we should see the doctor about? Because it sounds pretty serious. You know, always checking in with them. Like, this is the thing that I tell my husband. You know, just check in with me every once in a while. Like, saying, hey, everything good? You okay? What can I do for you? You know, that kind of thing. Um, that's definitely really important. And then just finding information about anxiety or depression and stress and just being that helpful hand and, and trying to acknowledge that you're trying to help basically is what I'm trying to say. Like 
basically acknowledging, yeah, I don't understand this, but I'm gonna help you in any way I can. And that includes holding my hand, letting me talk to you, finding more information, you know, being able to talk with me openly about my feelings, um, all of those things. Um, th- and this this next one, this is definitely something that my husband um, has to remind me of, is just encouraging me to get enough sleep. Like, I'm one of those people where I'll work and I'll get off at five and then I'm still thinking about work like four hours later. And then by the time my head hits that pillow, I'm still thinking about work. And I'm just one of those people, I can't shut my brain off. That's definitely something that my husband has really helped me with is reminding me that I can't do much after five o'clock. After five o'clock, my time is my time. And I've already worked for these people eight hours throughout the whole day eight or nine hours, depending on, you know, how long you work, whatever. And I've already given them that many hours of my day. Don't give them any more because you're not being paid for it. And that is definitely something that has really resonated with me and struck a chord with me and something that I just wanted to make sure to repeat because you already give your employer 40 plus hours a week of your life thinking about work and thinking about things that need to go on tomorrow while it's like eight o'clock at night is literally not gonna help you get that done. Now, if you're one of those like executives out there that literally is expected to work all the time, I'm honestly not sure how you do it. I personally wouldn't wanna be an executive at an organization because you know your salary and you're an executive and you get paid to work all the time. And I hope for, for you that that's worth it. I hope for you that you know that, that time away from your family or whatever is worth it or that I hope that you're able to juggle that effectively. But for me, that's just not something that I can do. And so after five o'clock, I am still in the bad habit of checking emails after five o'clock because my home base location is three hours behind me. So there is a time um, delay with all of their emails because they're on a different coast than I am. So I kind of have to make sure I kind of stay updated. But however, I have gotten less frequent about checking my emails. And I always tell people, if you need me after five o'clock Eastern time, you need to call me so that I know it's an emergency. If it's not an emergency, I'm not going to be responding to your emails. And I'm sorry, like I know I'm, I'm salaried. So for all those managers and HR people out there and executives and stuff or whatever, I know I'm salary, but... If it's an emergency, I will absolutely work on it. I will absolutely do it if it needs to be done. But if it's not an emergency, I'm not doing it after five o'clock. Sorry, that's just the end of it for me. Like there's nothing else I wanna add to that. Um, Anyways, so let's talk about some don'ts, right? So the last thing I wanna talk about is some don'ts. Um, When you're dealing with people that have very high stress, very, who have high levels of anxiety and who are depressed. Okay, so first thing, don't pressure them to just relax or calm down. Literally, my husband and I got into a fight about this last night because I was anxious about something and he was like, calm down. Like, why can't you just calm down? I'm like, dude, like, don't tell me to calm down. Like, that's literally everything that I want in life is to just calm down. But I can't because I'm stressed out about something. You know, if I knew how to calm down and if I was capable of, quote unquote, just calming down, I would have already. That's one of the things that I tell my husband. I'm like... Don't tell me to calm down if I wanted to just relax or calm down. I do know how to do that, but in certain situations, 
I can't depending on the level of stress that it initiates in my life. So that's one thing. Please don't tell your significant other or family member or whoever you're working with, dealing with, calm down. I hate that. I hate that, hate that, hate that. Second thing is don't stay away or avoid me. So if I'm going through something, and this especially pertains to friendships, if I'm going through something and you don't quite understand, in my opinion, if you stay away or avoid me, you're not a good friend. Okay, like I understand that you may not go through depression and anxiety as a person. I get that. But there are small ways that you can help people with depression and anxiety. And one of the things is just being there for that person. Um, You know, a favorite thing that I've learned um, by listening to um, a podcast that I was listening to a couple weeks ago was they said, I may not know how to help you and I don't know what to say, but just know I'm here for you if you need anything. Another way that you can show someone that you care about them without avoiding them, without having to try and figure out what to say, is sometimes actions speak louder than words. So what if you, you know, texted that person and said, hey, can I cook you some food? Can I bring some food over to you? I really wanna be there for you. I really wanna cook some food. Can I cook some food and bring it over? I don't, I may not know what to say to you and I may not know how to help, but know I'm here for you. And let's, why don't you come over to my house and let's have a movie night. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything. Why don't you just come over? We'll have a pajama sleepover party and let's just watch some of our favorite movies together. That speaks volumes to people that are stressed, anxious, or depressed, okay? You don't have to understand what another person is going through. And I think this is, this is just like being a, a person 101. You don't have to understand everything that someone else is going through, but just being there for them speaks volumes. The last thing is maybe helping them avoid situations that make them feel anxious. So like, for example, this happens a lot with women. So you don't like this other woman, right? And every time you're around this woman, because she's treated you like shit in the past, you never want to be around this woman. Like you just don't. And you know, say you you and a friend are are picking your kid up from school and you see this woman. Why don't you just like not go talk to her? Like there is no shame in not talking to someone that you don't like. We've been over this in, in our one of our most recent podcasts. But if, you know, talking to this person is going to make you stressed out and is going to get you anxious and, and going to maybe make you depressed even, um, yeah, don't go talk to that person. Um, and it's nice if you have a family member or um, a friend or whatever who supports you and kind of steers you away from the stress. So that was kind of a lame example, but that would be an example that I would use as far as like avoiding situations. You know, another thing would be like, if you're not a crowd person, if you like staying at home and you hate being in crowds and crowds make you anxious, Surround yourself with friends that will come over and again, like do a movie night or we'll do a wine and dine night. Like, you know, you don't have to put yourselves in these situations and it's really good to have people who support you that also will not want to put you in those situations as well. So yeah, guys, so that's a little bit um, about some tips to kind of help us manage the stress 
And obviously, I think one of the biggest things, um, just kind of as a last point on helping manage like stress, anxiety, and depression, for me, it's getting a massage, doing yoga, or maybe like listening to music that is like really calm. I have this station on Pandora. It's called Yoga Radio. And I'm one of those people that does radio, not saying that you have to do yoga in order to de-stress because you certainly don't. Um, but I do yoga, but I also have a yoga radio station on Pandora that I will literally just turn on like while I'm at home after work. And it's just like soothing, basically massage therapy music. You know, like when you go into like a massage place and they have that really relaxing like flute music or that really relaxing just like music in general. That's the kind of music that I listen to on Pandora and it's really, really relaxing. And I just like, I'll get home from work. I'll turn the station on my Alexa and I will just literally sit there and listen to it in de-stress and take some breaths. And it's really nice. So, you know, some small things like if, again, for example, if you can't quit your job and go find another one for some reason, like it's the small things that make you happy that help you de-stress. Like you need to put practices together that will help you alleviate the stress and anxiety that you're feeling. Because if you don't, it's only going to get worse. Like it's only going to get worse. So this is definitely an episode to just remind everyone that you don't have to put up with these hard times. You know, if you're feeling stressed out, like let's do something about it. Let's go, you know, go talk to a doctor or sit down with somebody and, you know, just a reminder to reach out and try and try and figure out ways that you can be happy because I know that not everybody has the opportunity to quit their job or quit things that make them feel like crap. I mean, honestly, like what would life be without challenge, right? You know, we've got good challenge and bad challenge. We need to be able to learn how to deal with those. And this this podcast episode is definitely a reminder for me as well. Um, you know, I know all of the information that I'm sharing and I still struggle with it. So it's not to say that all of these tips and tricks are an end all be all, but definitely at least a starting point for you guys and to remind me to continue to be diligent in being stress-free or low stress, less anxious, and definitely not depressed because I've definitely been in the depression zone. Um, I was in a depression zone like a couple of years ago um, and it was a nightmare. Um, It was probably literally the darkest time of my life and I never want to go back. And so that's kind of when I started saying, okay, enough is enough. Okay, last thing. So I forgot to mention fitness. So actually working out is a really good de-stressor for people as well. Um, It releases endorphins. We've all heard that saying, running, lifting, working out in general releases endorphins, which make you happy. Um, And I definitely support that. I definitely support, like I like to run a lot. I like to lift weights a lot. I like to do yoga a lot. And I like to just be active. We go hiking almost every weekend now. You know, we like to go to the beach and swim and just get outdoors and do things. And if you are not like the person, a person that likes to work out at all, you don't have to do high impact stuff. Like maybe you just like do yoga or you go for a walk or something or just, you know, whatever. But exercise really does make a difference, especially if you're dealing with high, high stress and like you're super anxious and you're super depressed and things like that. 
that was something that really helped me kind of get out of that stress and depression zone. So last thing, I knew I said the last thing was the last thing, but the last thing is, is being outside. So I know seasonal depression is a thing, and especially at the time of this recording, we're looking at November right now. And especially when the winter months come along and the holidays start coming around, people get severely depressed. My suggestion is if, if there's sunlight, get outside, stand outside, get outside and just soak in all the sunlight. The other thing that I've actually heard somebody on Instagram say that kind of helped her with her seasonal depression is like this daylight lamp. And I will link it um, in the comments on this episode. I will link it. Um, it's on Amazon. I don't really remember how much it is, but I, I don't think it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to get. Um, but it's just like a daylight lamp. So what it is, is, is it's an alarm clock. And as your alarm gets closer and closer, the light around the alarm clock will get brighter and brighter and brighter. And it's supposed to mimic the rising of the sun. And I've heard some really positive feedback on it. And so definitely I'm gonna link it, take a look at it, see what you think. It's very inexpensive. They also have other options out there where you can buy like a daylight lamp that just kind of stays on continuously. A lot of people use those for the winter months because the sunlight obviously is not out as often depending on where you live. And a lot of people get depressed because there is no sunlight. So this lamp kind of mimics sunlight and helps you still get that overall like sunlight feel. Um, so I'll definitely find one of those as well and link that as well. But those are all great options for you to be able to kind of get past that seasonal depression thing. So, oh my gosh. So we've talked for so long. I literally didn't even think this podcast was going to go for as long as it um, has because I was like, no, this will be just kind of a short talk, whatever. Yeah. We're like approaching 35 minutes now. So sorry about that. You guys, I really wanted this to be kind of a shorter podcast, but I really hope that I was able to give you guys a lot of tips and tricks and, and useful resources to be able to get through stress and worry and anxiety and depression. And obviously, um, you know, we're going to be starting a new series in here in November. And I'm not going to quite announce the series um, name yet. But when I do, um, I'm definitely going to be releasing it, uploading it and letting you know, because I think it's kind of cool to have a theme um, kind of based on the month we're in and the season we're in. Um, so I'll definitely be updating you guys on that. As always, you know, feel free to leave comments. This podcast is up on SoundCloud. It's up on Google Play. It's up on Apple Podcasts. And I'm really thinking about maybe uploading it on Spotify as well. But regardless of where it's located, please leave comments. I really want to know what your guys' thoughts are on all of these episodes. Maybe you can provide some additional helpful tips and tricks for people to be able to help with their stress and anxiety and stuff. So yeah, definitely leave a comment. Definitely um, shoot me a message message if you want to. And um, I don't know if I've also mentioned this to you guys, but I'm also on Instagram. Caddy Car Podcast is my username and definitely go check it out. I always will put up um, previews of the episodes on Instagram so you can you guys can kind of get um, a preview of what we're going to talk about and some of the tea that we always spill um, and things like that. And you'll kind of get a better feel for who I am and kind of what I stand for. So definitely encourage you guys to check that out as well. 
So as always, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It means so much to me to be able to share my thoughts and feelings with you guys um, in a judgment-free zone. Um, I will be working on the next podcast. And of course, always, I can't wait to talk to you guys in the next one. Oh, 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 oh,